Hello, friends, and thanks for stopping by for another episode of Your Friend Dusty, a read-aloud poetry podcast. This week, I've been thinking about different types of grief and how so many of us wish we could have a linear healing process with a definite conclusion at an appointed time. My own grief is contained in a parental death, the loss of my grandparents, two very publicly failed marriages, having to release some toxic people I love from my life. And there's a physical landscape for which I grieve as well. And that has surprisingly been the hardest to recover from because that landscape never caused me harm. She only provided rest, respite, a cool canopy, beds of moss, and cleansing waves on rocky shores. If you're experiencing grief at this moment, it might help to think of it as a companion who needs direction on how to care for you instead of as an adversary who's taking control over your life. Today is January 22nd, 2023. It's Sad Bastard Sunday. I'm giving Verlaine, Rambo, and the other guy a week off. Today, I learned that the father of one of my delicate emissions poets died when she posted a poem he loved on social media. I'm going to read that one tonight, along with a couple of others that fit into this loose mold I've created. Let's begin. The Lake Isle of Innisfree by William Butler Yeats I will arise and go now and go to Innisfree and a small cabin build there of clay and wattles made. Nine bean rows will I have there a hive for the honeybee and live alone in the bee-loud glade. And I shall have some peace there, for peace comes dropping slow, dropping from the veils of the morning to where the cricket sings. There's midnight's all a glimmer, and noon a purple glow, and evening full of the linnet's wings. I will arise and go now, For always, night and day, I hear lake water lapping with low sounds by the shore. While I stand on the roadway, or on the pavement's gray, I hear it in the deep heart's core. The Second Coming also by William Butler Yeats. Turning and turning in the widening gyre, the falcon cannot hear the falconer. Things fall apart, the center cannot hold. Mere anarchy is loosed upon the world, the blood-dimmed tide is loosed, and everywhere the ceremony of innocence is drowned. The best lack all convention, while the worst are full of passionate intensity. 
Surely some revelation is at hand. Surely the second coming is at hand. The second coming. Hardly are those words out when a vast image out of Spiritus Mundi troubles my sight. Somewhere in sands of the desert, a shape with lion body and the head of a man, a gaze blank and pitiless as the sun, is moving its slow thighs, while all about it real shadows of the indignant desert birds. The darkness drops again, but now I know that twenty centuries of stony sleep were vexed to nightmare by a rocking cradle. And what rough beast, its hour come round at last, slouches toward Bethlehem to be born. Driving Home at Night with My Children After Their Grandfather's Funeral by Bert Myers See how the moon follows us? That's Grandpa's face in the sky. It smiles. So he's still the same. Sleep the way home's always shorter than the way you came. Shh. The car's a steel measure that swallows the road like a tape and will all live twice as long as it takes the snail to go around the world on its crumpled skate. That's all for this episode. I hope you'll find a way to sit with your own grief, whatever it may be. You can find out more about tonight's poets at poets.org. Remember, I'm your friend, and I love you. Until next time. <laughs>